and they're living on the streets. Vehicles, a white van, unknown license. I've seen a flying saucer. Three, two, one. To the Lost Frequency Podcast. I'm Tom. And I'm Rye. And today we had a special guest on for me at least. Uh, it was my sister Jenny. It was your sister. And uh, she um, she had uh, a story that I said on our first episode. You can go back and listen to that, please. That would be uh, fantastic of you to do so. Yeah, it would re- it confirms. You know, it's great when you have someone tells a story, but when you have someone else collaborating that story or cooperating, sorry, cooperating the story. Um, I think me and you both have problems with these, these those two words because <laughs> they just collaborating or cooperating. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So uh, it was really good to, so that you, uh, the listeners out there, um, you can say, okay, Tom's legit. He's on Team Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, Team Give Ghost. Give me a G. Give me an H. And uh, <laughs> yeah, and then she had a she had a couple more, even about some family members um, that I didn't even know about. Yeah, yeah. Well, we don't want to give out too much information. No, yeah, we don't no, want to give out. No. The the last one, well, not the last one actually. The the second last one was my favorite. Though. Oh, really? Yeah. And then any particular reason? It's just like kind of hit home with you. Maybe well, something you've seen. No, I mean, no, no. Th- those were the the three things that oh, she saw, things, and yeah. uh, it it was just really crazy. I, I thought it was just really uh, really unique. You know, I, I've heard. I've had a lot of ghost experiences, so mm-hmm. you know I've heard that I've heard many many stories. It's not like it's to, not dismissing anybody's ghost stories, but just when you hear something else that's completely different, you know, it's coming out of left field, and it's like this is what I've seen. It's just boom. Yeah, I've seen you get excited. Yeah. I've seen I've seen you know like Rise beard start to you know <laughs> sh- like start standing up on edge. He's like you know foaming at the mouth like oh I gotta. I gotta wait a Tom, shut up. I gotta let her talk. Let her, let her let talk, her talk. Tom, I wanna talk. hear this. I want what? And uh maybe that's not the only reason like you're foaming at the mouth. It is really hot here right now. Uh, it, it is, it is, it's it, it is the hot dry season right now. And how are you faring out in the out in your, your wilderness? Yeah, I'm out there and uh, for the user for those who are following, uh, and thank you for those who are. Uh I'm out there and I built a, a wooden cabin. Uh, it's kind of a rush job because I had to get out there quick and get my solar power installed. And all I have is a metal roof. So a metal roof plus wood, no insulation. I'm basically roasting myself like a chicken every day. Yeah, and, and we're looking at like 40 degree uh, Celsius days, which is, you know, above 100. Um, and that's not including humidex, you know, so it feels like it's like 44, 45. And you got a tin roof above you and you're sitting inside there, you know. You're cooking yourself like yeah, a hot I t- chicken. I, I literally touched it today, and it, I was like, "You can cook an egg on this." I, I, no, I would think you could cook more than just an egg on that. No, man. I'm just trying to. I'm trying to let the people know because most people eat eggs. Uh, <laughs> you're making assumptions. You're making assumptions for everyone. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry out there, our vegan fans and stuff. I don't, um, yeah, so we try to beat the heat by you know, uh, you know, we come into town, we'll go to a cafe, we'll go to the mall, or. Most of the time we just go to the beach and, you know, we collect rocks and seashells and things like that with my, my daughter. And, and, and jump uh, in the water. And jump in the water, of course. And uh, they got palapals and there's a little breeze down there. 
You mean you mean Palapas? 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 What am I saying? Palapas? Palapas. It sounds, it sounds like something like you're eating. Like yeah, a, it sounds uh, like a, like a falafel and a palapal yeah. uh, to go, please. Yeah, so it's a palapal with a falafel place inside of it. Yeah. Okay, but you know, you might be onto something with that. Yeah. So uh, just you know. I try to, I have a lot of things I have to do out there. Of course, if you're starting a homestead, like I'm sure some people know, you have a lot of work under your hat to do. And I'm also raising a young daughter and it's like a lot of work. So I get up early when the sun gets up, I'm up and I work to about 10, 11 o'clock and then I'm done for the day at least. And maybe in the evening I'll do a little bit of something, but um, how are you faring? <laughs> I'm doing much better. I have a little <laughs> bit of amenities, you know, like thing called Air conditioning, uh, yeah. I, well, I, I get up early, but I don't get up at the rise of the, you know, yeah. the, the sunrise. Well, but... Ryzen is a palatial estate here, and I'm out there in the <laughs> yeah, boondocks. No. Uh, I wouldn't say that's in an estate. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I get up at, uh, you know, 6, 6.30. I, uh, I teach uh, English um, to uh, ESL learners, which is English as a second language, for those who don't know. Uh, that's one of my many jobs. So yeah, yeah. These stories that my sister brought forth are going to, I think you're going to like them because even, uh, I didn't know a lot about them because of like, I also said in the podcast, you know, we, we haven't like, you know, lived with each other since I was like 18 or something and, uh, they blew me away. So I think you guys will enjoy them as well. I hope so. Um, of course, as usual, like we always say, you know, we're live on a rooftop somewhere in Mexico, so you might hear some of those background noises, cars, dogs. Yeah, just just go with the flow like we are and yeah. uh, enjoy we, it. We love it, other than it just being, you know, the sun is down, uh, the moon is out, but it's still hot here. So we're still sweating up a storm, but so, yeah, yeah so, we like it. So strap in, get yourself your cup of tea, and remember, you're listening to the Lost Frequency Podcast, where we, where we bring <laughs> the periphery and the focus. <laughs> I'm sorry, but... How many times have you said that? You messed a it up. Million, I'm going to mess it up as many times <laughs> as it takes me to not mess it up. <laughs> let, let, give it another shot. Let's I'll hear give you give shot. it another shot. And remember out there, ladies and gentlemen, and other folk, <laughs> all lichens as well, you are listening to the Lost Frequency Podcast where we bring the periphery into focus. Is that good? <laughs> Welcome back to the Lost Frequency Podcast. Today, we have a very special guest, my sister, Jennifer. So, Jenny, um, welcome to the show. Hi, my name's Jenny. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's cool. Not a problem, no Jenny. Worries. Not a problem. So, you know, here on this podcast, we talk about anything paranormal, UFOs, everything. And uh, Tom was telling me that you have some stories, you know, and it also collaborates uh, some of his experiences as well. So, you know, why don't you start us off on um, some of these experiences? Well, about when we were, I'd say, I think I was like maybe seven or eight. We used to live with our grandmother because, like, we would bounce around from houses to houses. Like, that's just what we did. I don't know why. I guess, like, you know, lower income and stuff. And sometimes it was hard to find places. So we lived with our grandmother. Well, me and Tom, we shared a room upstairs because it was only a, I'm thinking, was it a three or four bedroom house? I think it was a three bedroom. Three, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a three-bedroom house, so me and Tom had one of the bedrooms. My mom and dad had one of the bedrooms, and my grandmother and her husband had one of the bedrooms. Well, our bedroom had some serious action happen in it. 
and like we would be like going to bed and my sister oh I'm sorry I per- forgot that part my sister would come visit us on the weekends because my mom had shared vis- visitations and she would come visit us on the weekends and nothing happened only like when she was there things happened but I want to say I don't know if Tom agrees I was the braver one out of the things like Oh, definitely. You're way braver than I ever was. <laughs> like, I was the one that had to go do things and go get people. I, I, yeah, I was over there with like <laughs> pee stains in my pee stains in my pants, and you were like, oh, "I'll go down, I'll go downstairs." And yeah, I, I remember it very well. You were definitely the braver of all of us. I don't remember if I was like bullied in doing it, or if you guys were just like too scared to go, and I just was like, "Screw it, I'll go." But yeah. We would be laying in bed, like, getting ready to go to sleep, and next thing you know, you would hear, like, all this commotion, and it would sound like things throwing around, like, shoes or whatever, and, you know, I I think I got up and turned on the light, and um, we could actually see, like, shoes, like, flying. Well, we decided to get back in bed, pay it no attention, and just get back in bed. Well, turn off the light. Same thing happens again. Shoes, I think shoes actually hit us. And like, actually like... Sorry to interrupt you, Jenny. So this was in your bedroom. Shoes were flying from in around your bedroom. Yes, like we, it was like three of us in that room at that time. So like, you know, we had like girls, you know, they have a lot of pairs of shoes. You know, Tom probably had like two or three pairs of shoes and we always kept them on one side. Well, when the lights came on, the shoes would be everywhere. And I had this elf doll. Well, one time when I turned on the light, I seen the Alf doll dancing. That's when I was like, I had enough. I'm going downstairs to get my parents. So I go downstairs to get my parents. They're all, we all grew up potheads. Like, my parents are potheads. So they're all hanging out, you know, doing their thing. And I tell them, they're like, whatever, whatever. Go back to bed. It's in your head. Go back to bed. I'm like, no, no, it's really happening. Go upstairs, go back to bed, go back to go, try to go back to bed, try to go calm ourselves, try to go to sleep. Same thing happens again. So I go back downstairs, tell my parents, as I'm coming up the steps, the door like swings like inwards and it like just like slams. And I thought it was Tom. I seriously thought it was Tom. I go in, I open the door. It's not Tom. He's hiding. He's like basically hiding. Like I think he was like under a cover, under a sheet. He's hiding. My sister's on the side on her bed, (laughs) on our bed, because we shared a bed. My sister's on our bed, and she's, like, hiding. And I'm like, was that guy, was that you? And they were like, no, that wasn't me. That was whatever's going on. They they didn't say that, but basically that's what they meant. Like, they were just, like, so scared. Like, they didn't even want to move. So I think my uncle yells up the steps, what the hell was that? And then next thing you know, you hear my my mom, my dad, and everybody asking what it was. They didn't believe us. I don't even think, like, still to this day, they believe us, except my mom. I think she believes us. Because why would three people be telling the same stories? And, yeah, some people's, like, stories might be a little bit different, told a little different. But this really happened. Really, really happened. From Tom's uh, Tom's recount to in our first uh, our first episode, Tom told this uh, same story, and I would say it's almost like word for word exactly the same of the events, just from a different point of view. Um, like you went downstairs, and he was saying that he was 
hiding in his bed <laughs> underneath his oh, sheets, yeah. you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, when when he he said about that door slamming shut too, that's that's absolutely crazy. Uh, I remember it's a little different to me. I was actually standing in the doorway. Okay. And um, it's, this is what I remember. It's what thirty something years ago. Yeah. And the door slammed, and then she opened the door because she was on the other side, and she asked me, "Did you slam the door in my face?" Because that could have been me because I was standing there, and I was scared stiff. And then she like. I said no, and she literally grabbed me by the shoulders and walked me back to my bed. My little sister. Really? Yeah. So, yeah, dude, you were uh, you were freaking Rambo. Oh shit! You were you were you, you were yeah you were younger. I mean, I was a year older, so I guess my memory is a little better, of course. But like you, like you, like spun me around like um, like a weekend at Bernie's, and then like walked into my bed. And then laid me in the bed and then said to me, do you want me to put a cover on you, a sheet on you? Because it was the summer. And I said, yes. And then you did that. What did, yeah. what did, did you do? Did it? Like, I don't remember she, anything after. I don't know. She she kind of helped a little bit too. She, but uh, you both were braver than me, of course. Did you have, um, I don't know if you had this experience, but I had... I remember very vividly something reaching up between the wall and the bed and, chusting, uh, and touching my chest. Do you? Did you have anything touch you? Not at that house. I did. Not at that. Not house. at that house. Oh, little little foreshadowing. Exactly. Some foreshadow well, to maybe something else. Yeah. That, so you have any questions, dude? You have any questions? Because uh, we're both here. It's a perfect time for you to ask anything. I, I don't. You know, like, did you guys see anything? Was there any lights or? Was there any like heavy feelings within that house? Oh yes, always. Oh yes, always. for me for sure. You could feel the energy. And, and were they okay? Yep. And was it in specific areas, or was it like the total house? The steps in our bedroom, like the steps in that bedroom. In that bedroom, and you said something. Was that our closet that you had that experience? In? No, that was or mine. Right, that was the bedroom before. I forgot to mention that we were playing hide and go seek with all my cousins one time in the same house, but the other bedroom, the one in front of the back one. And there was a closet in that corner. And while I was in there, I seen like the light was shining kind of like the door is kind of half open. So I'm behind the door in the closet. Yeah. And I seen a shadow go in front of the, the on the light through the door there on oh, wow. the wall. Yeah. Yeah. And I got the hell out of there. Oh. I got out of there. Yeah. Yeah. There was some crazy stuff dude that happened there. Remember? Uh, yes. Do you remember grandma saying that that lady across the street? That she said that she would see like an image of a lady in like all black, like like smoky like sitting on the steps and going back in and throughout the doors. Yes, grandma. I remember grandma telling us about a where was she sitting? She my grandma used to sit on the front stoop. Yeah, no, but where where did she see this? Where lady did you see sitting? the lady sitting across the street at Miss Brooks's house? Grandma said that she Miss Brooks told grandma these stories, and grandma said she also seen it too. Remember Miss Brooks? Oh. Yes, yeah. the, where was she sitting, on our steps or grandma's she steps? She was sitting on her steps directly across the street. No, no, sorry, sorry. So when she saw this lady all in black, where did she see this lady all in black? Sitting on the steps. Like, she was sitting on a, on her steps, and the lady that was across the street from her was sitting on our steps where we lived at. Ah, uh, uh. so she see the, a lady in black sitting on your steps. Right, and she would see her go in through a, or go back into our house, and she would see her come out into other houses on that street. I don't know how true this is, but I've never seen it. That's very funny because I remember Grandma telling me that too. There was a lady in black, like some kind of smoking like, a cigarette. 
and it would walk through the walls of the houses. Yes. Is it yes. like row yes, homes? Yes, that's it. So multiple, and were the houses connected? Yeah, yeah, it's it? row homes. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. And it would just go through. So this lady was attached this to. This is what my grandmother told us, yeah. So this lady was either attached to the land or, or the to na- yeah, the neighborhood uh, or, or to one of the one of the homes in that neighborhood. Yeah. Now, how right. old were those? How, do you guys recall how old those homes were in that neighborhood? I'd imagine, I'm going to guess. Yeah, I'd imagine the 1920s or 30s. Okay, okay. So they do have some history to that. Very old. Yes, very old history. Yeah, they just still had the plaster on the walls and stuff yep, like that. Yep. Very old stuff. Uh, interesting. So, very interesting. So, Jenny, uh, uh, thank you for like backing me up on this one. I appreciate that. That's going to help my credibility with other people in this community. <laughs> he's got, he's got, got street cred now. Street he's got cred some now, street yeah. cred. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So could you like go on to any, any you you choose whatever one, uh, whatever uh, other experiences you had and go fire away. What you got? Um, okay. When me and my fiance started dating, say like in 2001, no, I'm sorry, 2000, um, my parents were really strict. So like even at the age of 19, I had to lie and say I was staying at my sister's house, but really I was staying at his house. Well, I was staying at his, his house, and he lives in the city house, set up the same way like our house was on Fulton Avenue. The same exact way, like, I remember you explaining it before, I think. And um, uh, Okay, yeah, yeah, like row homes, you're saying? Yes, like row homes, exactly. He lived on, he lived down the city, too, and... I just remember, like, it was late at night, and he works nights, so, like, we would stay up, like, really late. I was, like, on his schedule, and I still am to this day. Well, he was, like, playing with my hair, like, as we were going to sleep, and I told him, stop. I was, like, you can stop. Go to sleep. Just go to sleep. I know you're tired. I said, just stop playing with my hair. Just go to sleep. He said, I'm not. I jumped up out of bed so high, and I was like, are you joking with me? Are you joking with me? He's like, no, Jen, I did not touch your hair. I did not touch your hair. I said, I don't care if I don't want to go home, but take me out of here now. So we left the house. So I've had other experience at that house, too. Same thing, laying in his bed, him half asleep. I look over, and around, like, at, like when you go up the steps, you like, peek around the corner, and you would see his room just like the house on Fulton Avenue, like you peek around the corner and see the room. Well, as I'm looking from the bed at that doorway, I see a guy turn his head and like peek around the corner at me with the Abraham Lincoln hat. Yeah. Whoa. (laughs) Wow. You mean like a top hat? Yes. Yes, exactly. Look, just like Abraham Lincoln, but he was shorter, if that makes sense. Oh, I got you. So like, it's because Abraham Lincoln was six foot four. So I guess this is like his, uh, Half brother. My mind went to a leprechaun. I was like, <laughs> he was, he was leprechaun Lincoln. Leprechaun Lincoln. Lincoln? Ooh, I like that. That's, good. That's the name of the episode. New, new, new merch. <laughs> leprechaun oh. Lincoln. <laughs> oh. And so, then so, also oh. at his house. Oh, I'm sorry. Could we, could, could we go to this, this person? Could you describe him a little bit more other than like, did he have the beard? He had the beard, he had the top hat, he had, like, the dark hair, but his hair was, like, made maybe slightly a little bit longer, I'd say. I'd say maybe, like, a little bit more below his ear than what Abraham Lincoln's that I remember in pictures. Like, just had the outfit on and everything. But 
You're, and you're not the only – From I think we kind of did a little bit of pre-talk on here, not to go uh, inside baseball a little too much, but I remember you saying that you're not the only person who's seen this. Uh, Guys, this. Guy has seen the same thing. My fiancé has seen the same thing. And then his cousin and I have seen something also in that house that he used to live at. Um, I was going down the steps, and right in the dining room, I just seen, like, a vision – like, it's hard to explain. I don't, like, like just like a vision of, like, a butcher, like, with a butcher table right there. But nothing, like, on the table, but just, like, a butcher standing at the bottom with the butcher table with, like, a bloody butcher suit. And, <laughs> yeah, that house was pretty creepy. That house was pretty a... creepy. And, go ahead. No, okay, did he have, like, a hatchet or anything in his hand? Yes. Not a hatchet, but, he like, had... the butcher, the big butcher uh, knife, the, right? Yeah, the, the, yeah, the cleaver or something? Cleaver, cleaver, yes. Meat cleaver. Yeah, he had one of them, but there was nothing on his butcher thing. There was nothing, like, on his table to be butchered, but he did have, like, a butcher's cleaver in his hand, whatever they're called. And I talked to his cousin. Okay, so I, I'm, I'm not, like, horror. We're going to go into a horror kind of thing, you know? Do you think it was, like, a butcher of animals well, right down the street, probably like four miles from there, is an area called Pigtown. And um, back in the day, there was like pigs that got out, and they called the area Pigtown because pigs got out. And if you would drive, like if you would drive that street right up, the pigs could end up right there where Guy's mom used to live. Like it was straight down the street. So, like you know what I mean? It could have been that maybe he did a butchering out of his house. It could have been, you know what I mean? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I understand. I understand. Oh, that's, I know. Of course my mind was going to horror, like yeah. butcher serial killer kind yes. of thing. But, uh, but, uh, you, you, you're, you're playing it more like to, Oh, butcher of pigs. Okay. Uh, Ryan okay. gets excited sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> serial killers are quite interesting, you know? Yeah. I mean, there has been some in this state, so. But other people have seen this, uh, same entity. Guy's cousin has seen the butcher. Seen the butcher. And Guy has seen the Abraham Lincoln. Because I, I'm not, like, before I would, like, be afraid to tell people my stories because they look at you like you're crazy. But after a while, I got out of that because, like, I had to tell somebody, you know? Because it makes you feel like you're crazy and you have to get it out. Exactly. Like, I know I've experienced a lot of stuff as well. And it's kind of like... You know, am I going nuts or is are other people seeing what I'm seeing or so not, not everyone's seeing what I'm seeing, but but just having other people with other experiences that are similar, you know, makes you feel, OK, I'm not going insane. I really did see that or I really did see something because someone else has seen something else crazy. Exactly. See, I thought it, I started to think I was crazy because I have more experiences than this. My sister, I moved in with her probably when I was about 20-ish, somewhere around there. And the guy that used to live with her did roofing. Well, he fell off the roof and broke his back, and he couldn't take it no more, so he did the S-word. You can you can say it on it's, here. That's fine. Do, That's do fine. you mean shit or suicide? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he, did, he committed suicide. He committed suicide because... Like, he couldn't take his pain, and he just couldn't do it no more. This is what we heard from people in the, in the area, like, in the neighborhood. Well, <sighs> I was living in the basement, and me being a nosy girl, 
I'm a look around in places. I hear stories about some dude living there that he killed himself. I'm a little freaked out. I always have these weird experiences, so I'm going to do my own research. I find his crack pipe. Then I find a gun holster, and they really didn't clean up too good after they did, after he did what he did. And we've seen blood splatters on the roof, like not roof. I'm sorry, on the ceiling. Like my sister at my sister's house, like we went through and like looked at things and we seen it. Well, probably a day after this, I started getting like knowing that there was a spirit there. There was something there that just did not like what I did or something. Well, I was in the bathroom and I was cleaning the toilet and I felt somebody come behind me and like push me, like push me. Like you can actually feel the thrush of him pushing me. So you know, me, I just, like, chalked it off, like, oh, it's you, you just said I had, like, a muscle, like, muscle spasm or whatever, so a couple days later or whatever, I'm in the shower, and I feel somebody jump in the shower, so I jump out the shower, get my clothes on, say, screw this, I'm not getting a shower, I'm done, well, yeah, more and more stuff keeps happening, one night I'm downstairs, my sister and her fiance was in bed, <sighs> I hear, like, somebody like coming after me like you can hear like the like like coming towards me so i run up the steps and you can oh, i'm getting chills and you can hear him the spirit whatever it is running behind me up the steps so i go into my sister's room sh like swing the door open and i go and i jump in the bed between the both of them and they can hear him running up the steps behind me and next thing you know her door slams and it was not me that slammed that door. Whoa, wow. you never yeah. told me that. <laughs> that is absolutely crazy. That's so crazy. Her house is creepy. Wow. I, I actually have a, I have a question if you go on, a, if, just before we go on. Do you feel that you acknowledging that the, the suicide, the act that happened within the house, do you feel like you're acknowledging it and seeing it kind of like almost established a an anchor for him to actually, you know, like an energy tie for him to show up and attach to Yes, him. yes, because you're like, you're giving him this energy. You're like, I see parts of you that are still here. I acknowledge that this happened here and, you know, fed fed into this, this dark spirit that he is. I believe I did too much research. Yes, yes. I believe I did too much research and... He was out to scare me. Like, I had dimes thrown at me at that house. Like, just like the weirdest stuff at that house. So was that, sorry, could you repeat that? Was that? Dimes. 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 Okay. I had dimes thrown at me at that house. Like, like just weird, like the weirdest stuff. Like, just like, you know, like thrown at me. And, oh, also one time I was upstairs in the kitchen and I was making food. And my phone rang, and it was my fiance. So I went downstairs to answer the phone. As I was going downstairs, I'm sorry to answer the phone. I felt somebody push me. I fell down the steps and fractured my foot because I was running down, going down the steps to get the phone, and somebody pushed me. I felt a hand on my back push me down the steps, and I fractured my foot. That house, they don't live there anymore. So it's gone past. It's gone past to like just annoying things happening and like scary things happening to you actually being like trying to hurt me. Yeah, to you actually being physically hurt now. Yes, yes. And I didn't stay no longer after that. I think I moved out 
three weeks after. Yeah. Have you ever tried to talk to any kind of like medium or anything to try to show you any type of protection spells or anything you can do to defend yourself against these type of attacks? You know what? Ever since I moved out of this house, I haven't had an entity, like an entity, I can't say the word right now, like entity tried to attack me like in a bad way. It seems like. So this house you were in was the same, was the same. So it was with our half sister. Yes. I'm sorry. So when we had our experiences with the poltergeist as a kid. She was there. My half-sister was there. Yeah. Now you're in the house living with my half-sister, and now she's being attacked. Now I have another question to go along with this. Um, (laughs) Now, is this an entity? Is this the actual man who committed suicide? Or is this the poltergeist entity that I'm making an assumption here that was attached to your half-sister when you guys had your experiences back in the other house? You know, you Uh had had this – whenever she showed up, that's when something happened. Now you've gone into her house, and this entity – uh, is possibly masquerading as this person who has committed suicide because you are you've kind of like opened the door you've opened the research on this thing and it's kind of like oh okay I can pretend to be this I'm not saying it it, it wasn't this guy who committed suicide but could it be this poltergeist you know taking the form uh, they've been known to take forms like, like shadow persons uh, could have been taking the form of this guy to try to you know terrorize you anymore makes sense totally makes sense like. I get you because, like, he felt that I have that energy that he can attach onto or it can attach onto me. Could be. That's a good question. That's kind of, yeah. I really really don't know. I'm kind of, like, mind-blowing. Me too, man, because I've I've met this. I've met that. If it is the same entity and it's slamming doors, and it touched me too. I got touched by this on my chest laying in the bed. But since I moved out, of that house my sister said nothing happened only thing that ever would happen would be like the dish drain moved or something like stupid nothing bad so i don't know like that's such a good question with, with you actually feeding it that's fear if you're feeding this fear maybe your sister has like become accustomed to it almost live with it for so long that it just become True. normal and she's not afraid of it anymore because fear, fear is something that will feed these things uh from my own experiences, I'm not saying that I'm an expert or anything, but you know, perhaps that you feeding it this fear gave it this energy, gave it more energy, more energy, and that's why I was able to do things. And I'm not saying that you created; I'm just saying that you fed it a bit by, uh, you know, by it scaring you. Every time it scares you a little bit more, it gets a little more back, and it gets a little more back. Mm, and right. I, I don't know. I don't know exactly, but I'm just just a theory, I imagine. But I think it's a pretty good theory. She was running a daycare out of this place. So she had a um, camera in every room in the house, and she did catch things on the camera. She did catch. Uh, now that you just like made that cut come to my, so she did catch like things like getting thrown off a shelf, like it couldn't have been felt like pushed off or anything, like just certain things she showed me on a camera. But my sister and I don't talk that much anymore now, so like it would good to be good to have her collab- collaborate everything too. But yeah. Like, she did say she's seen, like, things and, you know, videos and stuff like that. So, I don't know. Now, I know that you're a big fan. I don't know the reason why. Maybe you can tell us. But could you tell us uh, some of the stories you had in Gettysburg? My my mind's, like, drawing a blank. But I do remember my fiancé having a story where I decided to sit in a car and he wanted to, like, walk around the monument while my son was... 
probably around seven, and he's 13 now. So, what, four years ago? If I'm doing, I'm not even doing the math right, don't mind me. Like, I'm not good at math. But anyways, um, he decided to walk with him while he started getting creeped out because, like, his dad was like, do you hear that? Do you hear that? And he was like, no, I don't hear that. So he decided to go back to the car, and he decided to follow what he heard. And he said it sounded like, um, like soldiers, like the way their feet would like rustle across the grass, like because of their boots and stuff. And he said like he seen like a vision appear front in front of him. So he said like it disappeared, and he started running after it to see if he could find it anymore, and he couldn't. And like we've gotten pictures with like orbs in it. Like this weekend, I just went Sunday, and I took a picture of there's this tree there. It's called a witness tree. And for some reason, I love this tree. So I'll go hug this tree. It may make me sound like a weirdo, but I don't care. Anyways, my boyfriend took a, my fiance took a picture of me at the tree and my son comes over. As I'm standing at the tree and you take the pic, and he takes the picture, you can see like a rainbow like come through, like a like rainbow come through me. And then you can see an orb right by my son. And then the next picture the rainbow is like right above me and this, the orb like moved to my son like right by his arm I want to say and then as I keep going through the pictures the orbs like moving so I don't think it was the sun I really don't think it was the sun it it just didn't like the picture just didn't look like it was the sun yeah as long as as long as the sun's not direct like a direct light in the in the picture cuz sometimes like I know I've taken a picture before and there's like a green orb um, but that's because I have a direct sunlight. But if there's if they're not a direct sun in the in the in the picture, you then you did capture something for sure. Right. Um, I got to remember if like the sun was like right there or not. I just can't remember. But I was just showing my best friend the pictures and she's like, you might have caught something right here, but I got to look at them again. But like Definitely. right now, my mind look at them. Mm hmm. Like right now, my mind's drawing a blank about Gettysburg because yeah, yeah, but don't I'm I'm trying to I I know that you guys always go to Gettysburg. What is it about an hour and a half away, something like that? It's probably like an hour and ten minutes away. And why do you I know I know that you guys always go there. Is there like a particular reason? Maybe you feel like you're drawn to it. You want to know the real reason? You can tell me anything you want to tell me. I hate Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> I hate Baltimore, and the people there are so much like nicer and just like calm and hey if it's the spirit energy i love it it's just so def different there and it's just not i don't know it's, i just love it there and guy loves it little guy loves it it's like a home place like it just doesn't feel like here <laughs> excellent right. some calming energy it's always nice sometimes you know yeah get what do you I mean major, get out of those major yeah uh, i had a, maybe a subconscious need to get out of that city too it's a very dangerous place and it's got not all of it. There's some good places too, mm. but like there's a lot of it where you're just like, Egh. and uh, that's why I've been all over the world. That's yeah. why I've been all over the world. And I guess you, yeah, I run to Europe and Mexico, and you're like, hey, I want to go to a Civil War battlefield. <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, no, I think you were telling me something about seeing orbs there too. You've had, you've heard a couple things that just like, I, I, it always, oh, yeah, something that fast. See, my mind. It's just like there's so many, and I had a paper where I wrote everything down, so I had it in order. But with the way my mind is, my mind don't go in order. But anyways, um, me and my boyfriend went on a date night. My fiance, I keep saying boyfriend fiance. 
one day we'll get married, but I'm not ready to do all that stuff because why fix something when it's not broke? But anyways, um, we were walking around Gettysburg. It was just me and him. It was a date night. And we were walking around, and we just felt this, like, weird feeling. Why are you laughing at me? <laughs> Who, me? He looks like you're laughing. No, no, because you you say things exactly the way I say them. You're like, you know, why not fix it broken? And just, like, move on. Yeah. It's like this real quick. Why not fix it? Yeah, don't fix something if it's not broken. And yeah. then it's like, boom. Yeah, right it's on. like this yeah. rapid-fire approach to life. And I say <laughs> the same kind of thing, and it always makes Rye, like, wait, what? <laughs> so it made me laugh. <laughs> I just talk too much when I get to go in. Sorry. <laughs> no worries. No, no. Keep going. Keep going. But we were walking, and I don't know. We just like happened to look the same time because we're like walking right past it. And there's like a couple houses in Gettysburg where people still live, like their families, the, the you know the house is getting passed on. So there's still people that own houses there and have like farmland. Well, there's this one place that has, like, a mailbox, and, like, first you go over across a bridge, and then there's, like, a mailbox, and as, like, we're walking, we both just decide to, like, I don't know why, we just gradually look that way, and we see three orbs, and I looked at him, and he looked at me, and I'm like, do you see that? And he's like, yeah, I'm like, are you sure? We, how many do you see? And he's like, I see three orbs, and I'm like, yeah, and then, like, we look back, and it was gone, and it was like not there no more. And, and uh, to 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 make this point a little bit more solid, I know her fiance. I've known him since third grade. Okay, his brother, his twin brother, used to be in my class, and this guy is a no nonsense person. Well, he's goofy, he's funny, but he wouldn't bullshit lie about things like that. No, he's not a bullshit. Not at all. And so, like no. th these orbs, that they were. You know, what color were they and how big would you describe them and how far away were they from you? They were like a greenish orange. No, I'm sorry, like a, yeah, like a greenish, like a greenish yellowish. So like, they were like kind of like, I don't know what color you would just call that, but it was like two colors into one, like a greenish and like a yellowish. And it was just like so bright that you could not miss it. You could not miss it. And I'd say it was probably... I don't know, like how big would I say? Like I don't know how, like, print, like, like a say beach it, ball, like, you know, or basketball, no, no. like that. Like when you're doing the okay sign, like the okay, like that, like that big, like put your finger, like your pointer finger, oh, like a golf ball, your, like a golf ball size. Yes, perfect size. Yes, perfect size. Yes, sorry, I'm all over. <laughs> no worries. And and how far? <laughs> and how far away would you say they were from you? You know, like a uh, hundred yards, 50 yards. I'd say about eight feet. If I wanted to reach out, I could touch them. Whoa. If we seriously wanted to, we could touch them if we wanted to. Whoa. And like, I try to act like I'm a badass, but yeah, I was kind of freaked out and I wanted to go home. <laughs> so, so you know my mind is just kind of like what um how like were you outside or were you in a car or can you just lay out that situation again we were just walking and like gettysburg's just this big tourist area which i know you know and like where's this one simple like this one path that we loved and right up the sh like right around the corner from where we've seen it where we've seen the orbs is a place called devil's den 
And what we did was we climbed all the rocks for like, well, not well, I didn't climb the rocks, but we climbed up there because they have steps to go there. And then we take this loop all the way around. And as we're walking, we're just talking, chit-chatting, bullshitting. And just for some reason, both of us decide to look that way. And then, you know, I say, do you see that? And he's like, do you see that? And I'm like, how many do you see? And he's like, three. And I was like, that's the same amount as I see. And it was just like eight feet away. If I wanted to, I could like do a little jump and like reach out and touch it if I wanted to. So it's like right there. It's very interesting, right? Because like every time someone tells me that they've seen orbs that glow, that are just so, that they're so powerful that you other people can see them, that for some reason people have difficulty describing their color. It's always like a mix of two or it's bouncing in between two. Was it like pulsating at all? Was it uh, was it like kind of floating or was it kind of stationary? Did it move on? It was like a, like a floating and it probably lasted for like 30 seconds. And then after we both like acknowledged it and like looked back, it was like gone. We didn't even see it float away. It was just gone. That's fantastic. That is so, such a amazing experience. Wow. It's because, you know, like I've been, you know, you know, I've been overseas for many, many years, like half my life. And it's like when, I, when we do meet each other, we're like, hey, let's go to the park and hang out and mm-hmm. or let's go to the mall or whatever. And we're like catch up on things. But we never get into these stories because we're too busy catching up. I had no idea. Do you do you feel that maybe you are somehow sensitive to these things? Honestly, yes, because even here I have like little things like. After my grandmother passed in 2005, before she passed, she had dementia and she would do this little thing every night where she would come down the steps. And the way the railing is, there's like, it's like half, like, like you come down, there's like, like half and then you can like peek around. Well, every day at night, every night, I'm sorry, every night she would come down and she would do this little peek. Well, after recent, and I'm the one who found her pass and, you know, but every night, like, I'm sorry, I'm getting all like sketchy all over the place. Take, take your time. Take your time. You know, that's not a problem. But like one night I was sitting downstairs because my boyfriend works night and where we lived, I didn't like the area too much. So I would come stay with my parents until he got off and he would pick me up. And I was just downstairs watching TV and I seen her peek around the corner and like look the same way. But I've also seen a younger version of a woman do the same thing here. And are you wait, hold on, please hold on, because this is my grandma. Because I didn't know this. Are you saying that Grandma Franklin, that's what we'll call her, Grandma Franklin? You've seen her look around the banister? Yeah, uh, probably like two months after she passed. Where the wall, like the, the ceiling and the banister come down, like the triangle piece right yes. there? She would stick her head like around yes, that? Yes, that's what I was trying to explain, that little half piece right there. And Yeah, I got you. I yeah, got you. and I've seen that. And then, that, and then I also seen like a younger woman but not like her but like the same like not look like her but like peek around the corner the same way and she passed what 10 feet not not it's not 10 feet probably like how far away would you say her room was to the steps oh three four feet at the most 
not too far away. So like it was like, did she like does she like roam the halls? Yeah, she passed in that back bedroom. Is that correct? The one in the back left. Yes. Where, okay. Yeah, where my son sleeps now. Yes. Yeah, that's. I didn't know that you've seen her because I know that she went in two thousand five, and then I went over to you know to the funeral and all that. But I and I knew that you were the last one with mm -hmm. her, and uh, I want to thank you for that because at least there was somebody there that knew her and loved yeah. her that she can be there. But uh, to, I didn't know that you've seen her. That's uh, that's even news to me, man. Um, that, that's nice though. It's nice to know that she's still there. You know, still there with you, watching, peeking around, and watching you. You know, like being there with you. Not, right. Not in, yeah, that's that's beautiful. Wow. And then, like, I feel like, you know, when my son's in his room, she's there watching over him. I know she's not going to hurt him. Of course. Of she course. She's there probably protecting yeah, him. She was great to me. One of my favorite people. Yeah, she was a great person. Yeah. Not, my, not my favorite grandma. Not and my was, favorite one, but my second favorite. <laughs> but she was great. I don't have a favorite. They're all match. <laughs> <laughs> I, I put them on. I, I, have a, I have a list. You know what I mean? And, you know, they give me shitty chocolate. They move down the list. <laughs> Hey, Grandma, this chocolate chip cookie's not up to <laughs> it's not up to snuff. And they gave you the dollar store. <laughs> uh, I have a, a question. So this other woman, younger woman that you've seen, you know, do you have um, any idea who she might be? You know, is she maybe a relation to the family, maybe a, a friend or, or, you know, of your grandma's? No idea. Oh, interesting. W what about a perhaps a younger version of your grandma. That's what like I like thought of, but I don't know if it's like realistic, like they could be that, but then like, you never know, like, you know, you never know. I totally believe so. I totally believe that, you know, you can project what type of image, what kind of image that you want, you know, when, when you pass, uh, you know, you can hold on to or change any type of to any any time in your life, you know, you don't have to hold on to that older self. You know, you can go to that more prime time life, uh, lifetime that you're yeah, at. Yeah, because she was born in 1917. She was born at the end of World War One. And if I think about it, she did have dark hair. Grandma had dark hair. I need to find that. I need to find that photo album you were talking about. Photo album you were talking about. So um, we're coming to the end of our show here, Jenny, and uh, I, I just want to—I—I I, I don't want to rush you off for anything. Dude, me and you have a lot of catching up to do about a lot of these stories, and um, I'm sure you have even more. And if ever in the future you might want to come back on, would you be willing to do that? Sure. Sounds good. Sure. So uh, uh, th th That is awesome. Yeah, it was a great interview. Thank you. Sorry I'm all over the place sometimes, but... No, you did, you did great. It's just hard to, like, go back into that sometimes because you try to erase a lot of it. But then after, like, you feel like you're braved all that out and you got to be stronger, you just, you know, tell it. It's great to share. You know, if other people share, you know, it tells the rest of our listeners who've had experiences as well that, you know, it's okay. There's other people out here who've experienced this stuff. You know, myself and Tom as well and, your, and yourself, Jenny, we've all had these experiences, these crazy paranormal experiences. And, you know, we, we thank you for, you know, for sharing them with us. You know, some of them were amazing. Some of them were a little scary. And your last one there was quite, uh, quite beautiful. Yeah, quite touching. Even for me, it makes me think about her a little bit more. Thanks for having me on. You're, you're welcome. And thank you for coming on. I, I appreciate it first. All right, Jenny. Thanks very much. Thank you. Have a good night.
right? That was Jenny, Tom's sister. And those stories were fantastic. I, you know, like I was saying before, that uh, second last one, the orbs, now I'm going to talk about it. Those orbs, you know, I was assuming when she was talking about them that they were, you know, 50, 100 yards away, somewhere off in the trees, but literally just like, you know, just out of her reach, an arm's length away. Yeah, basically like the height of a basketball court, if you were to lay it down, I think a a basketball court is 10 feet. The height of a basketball court? Yeah, a basketball is 10 feet, so if you lay the basketball court down... If you were like LeBron, the LeBron James of a long jump. Okay, but a basketball court is like the whole. No, no, thing. The, the rim. Oh, the basketball rim, the height of a basketball rim. Okay. Sorry, okay. what's in my head is not matching what's on my lips. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm like, what? That's like I'm bringing you know, the that, periphery. Like 20... into, I'm bringing the periphery into focus. Right? No, no, no. You're bringing it out of focus by saying that it's like that's like twenty yards away. No, no, no. It's only like eight feet away. <laughs> yeah, I, I um, I had to like jog her memory to get her there but because i remember her telling me that she's seen it with somebody else yeah and i was like hey you she was like you know it's a lot but when i was able to get her there she took us there and next thing you know rise over here like i said at the beginning like you know like hold, hold, hold on tom 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 <laughs> excuse me sir and then uh, i know I'm, I'm like how far <laughs> what did they look like you know, what was the size? You know, I want to know more. Well, you were doing the same thing that I was doing for the part where my grandmother was sticking her face around the between the banister and the ceiling. I was like, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Fair enough. Grandma Fair Franklin enough. was sticking her head around, you know what I mean? This is the woman who <laughs> this is the woman who taught me how to catch, you know, who used to make like tomato soup with sandwiches and stuff for me after kindergarten and things like this. So it's I was very interested. I didn't know that. Of course, because it's a ghost of someone you know, you know, someone you love, you know, a loved one. Of course, one, yes. 100%. Yeah, so, um, yeah, uh, I hope you guys enjoy this one because I know that uh, Ryan and I, uh, we, uh, we really enjoyed it. And I really enjoyed the fact that um, my sister, although she was a little bit uh, tentative at the beginning, felt comfortable enough to share her stories just like other people and how do they do that right yeah you uh sure <laughs> yeah you're going to share your stories at uh, the lost frequency podcast at gmail.com again the lost frequency podcast at gmail.com or or in stereo you could contact me privately over facebook my name is tom franklin or me i'm rye voss and we also have a facebook page as well a facebook group the Lost Frequency. Um, find us on there. You'll find our nice green little emblem, the Lost Frequency podcast on there. Yeah, and uh, uh, we also um, we have a, a bit of a Facebook presence. Uh, not a Facebook presence. Of course we have a Facebook presence. We're just talking about yeah, the Facebook you presence. You have made a new presence on I've YouTube. I've made a presence on YouTube. It's just basically the same thing with a couple pictures of us so you can see what we look like. Uh, well, it's, the, it, it, it's this. You know, it's the episodes of us talking um but of course it is just on youtube so if you you know if you subscribe to youtube or if you have the youtube what is that the youtube plus or premium um and you can take us on the go you can do that with absolutely. youtube absolutely and that's what we're we're, we're trying to do uh, you know don't be afraid you know to share and like this yeah 100% you want to share like you know tell your friends tell everybody um comment on you know if you're on spotify comment on our episodes you know we love that we're gonna we'll hit you up and you know we'll respond back and like we like we said you know if you have those stories just contact us share them with us you know if you have enough we want to interview you you know whether it be paranormal ufo lost time glitches in the matrix cryptids like bigfoot dogman um what else no, uh, oh um, and one one that we haven't touched on you know conspiracy theories you know we are open to hearing conspiracy theories 
we were talking about Michael Jackson uh, prior to this, you know, some of us believe that he's still alive. So, you know, there, there's that too, you know, if you've done a lot of research or if you've written a book, I know I, I can keep naming so many things. Yeah, here. I'm a big, I am a big conspiracy theory fan. Uh, I would say that I have my black belt in conspiracy theories. Um, <laughs> you really, are a guru of conspiracy I, I theories. I will definitely get in the Karate Kid brain and kick a normie. Well, no, I wouldn't do that because that's a call to action and you shouldn't hurt anybody. But like, I would kick <laughs> the essence of an of a normie. Uh, of, of, of the, you know... Uh, of what's being told to metaphorically us, you know? kick it to the side yeah kick the the narrative to the side you know and, and there's not yeah i'm sorry to cut you off but there's not too many things that i really haven't heard but i always find these niches and things that i've never considered uh, i heard one the other day about gate class children and we had that in my school that's gifted and talented education ah yes that they kind of it's like they are testing these people and prep working them to do things for government agencies and uh i never told was, you so i'm cutting you off now i never told you i got tested for that as well and i scored really high on that i can imagine you got tested i tested really high i have a they told me i have a high iq but of course you know if you actually see any of my my school work it was it was terrible like i, I, I wouldn't say I just never, your school work you just see him walking down the street and you're just like you know no, you're like that's a great guy. That's a that's a great smart guy. That's a swell person. Yeah. I, I, I would say I'm more self-taught than I am anything else. You of know, it's, it's, I didn't learn anything in school, <laughs> and, and it shows. No, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no uh, so like I, if you have any, I kid, like, I, kid. I love conspiracy theories. I love all of them. Um, not all of them. Some of them are like, all right, okay, you know. But like, if you have any, like, like you know, something that you know. I, I don't like the term. I went into a rabbit hole and all that. But like, if you see something that caught well, your mind, I actually think I actually think we should call them our red string episode. A red string episode, you know, because whenever you see the conspiracy theories, they have the red strings all oh, over yeah, yeah. On, on the back. So, oh yeah, so, we're gonna try to catch the killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's kind of like from this point to this point to this point. So, I think we should call them red string episodes. So, if you have any red string episodes, you know, if if you can hold your own and tell us, you know, all about what theory you have. Um, or if you've done enough research, you've written a book on it, hit us up. We're open to hearing your uh, your theory. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and uh, you know, if those uh, red strings make a pentagram, we want to hear those. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, we want to hear those too. <laughs> yeah. You never know where it's going to lead you or what it's going to create. Yeah, so we want to thank all of you for joining us. And remember, you're listening to the Lost Frequency Podcast, where we bring the periphery into focus. You did it. I was I was worried about the dog was yelling at me, so he's like, do it! Do it! Do it! <laughs> yeah, I'm very proud of myself. You did it well. You thank did you. it well. Thank you, and thank you for listening. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. We close with good night, good luck, and God bless all of you, all of you on the good earth. the cause of freedom.